Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You win? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I Are you ready to get started? Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. Well, we are so excited because we have a bonus episode with one of our very, very loyal supporters from day one. We're so excited to have Mani on the show. Hi. Hi. Hi, we're so happy that you're joining us. You guys, like literally when Abby and I had two listeners, Amani um, was there from day one. Us, yeah, it was us and Mani. Like when we had three <laughs> listeners, I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so would you mind telling everyone a little bit about yourself and who you are? And then we'll kind of dive in into Beverly Hills. So this is what this bonus episode is all about. Sure, I'll be super quick because I'm super excited about this episode tonight, but I'm just a college student who is absolutely obsessed with Bravo, all things pop culture, but really me and Bravo are just like best friends. It's what I do when I'm bored. It's what I rush home to do. I give almost every single thing Bravo a chance. Housewives has had my heart since I was in high school and I shouldn't have been watching it and uh, (laughs) now it's like such a major part of my life it is how I make so many of my friends and I'm such a fan of you guys my mom is a single mom so I'm like a huge fan of moms I think moms are the best and they have the hardest job in the world and I'm now at that stage where like I'm really really appreciating her like everything like I will look at her sometimes and be like wow you really put up with me all these years I can't even believe it so I am like such a and your mom really must be a superhero because I can tell you it is the world's hardest job. And like, you know, my, we, Vanessa and I both have husbands that help. And there are so many times where I think like, how does a single mom do this day in and day out? So, I mean, she is absolutely a superhero. That is awesome. She really is. And putting me through college and everything, I couldn't thank her enough. And she fully supports my entire like Bravo obsession. She thinks it's going to make me a career one day. So she's the greatest. She might be right. I hope A lot of people out there doing it. So I think you can do it too. Um, All right. So we are diving into Beverly Hills because I think we're just about halfway through the season. It's hard to say because sometimes they don't let you know how many episodes are going to be and total airing, um, and they have not filmed the reunion yet, so. Right, and I um, think we're at episode nine, so that will put us at at least about halfway, because there's typically 20 to 23 if they do, like, more than one part of a reunion, which I know they're going to. I, this will be three parts, oh, don't geez. you think? Oh, my God, <laughs> and two, two of them are going to be all about the damn dog. Oh, my two, God. Reunion one and two is going to be about the dog. 
You guys, I'm going to say, though, tonight's episode, while it was refreshing not to talk about the dog, I felt like it was kind of like it was lacking something other than, like, Camille being drunk at the end, which was great. They might need this stupid dog to carry the season. Yeah, I made some notes. Like, I, I really feel like they knew that this was the only way that they could pretty much get a season to last. And that's kind of why they held on to it for so long because none of the women were willing to talk about anything else. And I had made some points of like, there's so many things that they could have kind of flushed out to make drama. Like as small as it was, Erica's sending of just a note to LVP, that could have been a fight and they brushed it off. And like Camille telling Dorit, like at least we're friends now and they brushed that off. Like, Dorit is definitely going through some kind of major financial situation, insurance, possible scam. And they're just like not addressing it at all. Like they really, really are trying to put all of their energy into one plot that is just like, it's falling. It fell flat like the first episode. Oh yeah. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like this is why I say time and time again, I love the women of New York. The women of New York, all their shit is out there. All the yes. drama, all their legal issues, everything. And I feel like the Beverly Hills women are so guarded. Granted, I don't know legally what they're allowed to say and can't say, but I wish they would at least acknowledge it and address it. Especially knowing that Dorit was confronted when they were in the Bahamas about her legal issues um, or that it came up. There was like a video of this and and it supposedly, allegedly, Erica has legal issues. Right. Like they all have some sort of legal issues. So well, I, and now Mauricio is apparently, right. like, flipped a house without, like, disclosing, like, certain information and made, like, millions of dollars. I mean, there's a lot going on that could be covered. Um, so I'm wondering if these girls knowingly are continuing the dog thing. Um because they don't want any of their shit to get out there because it could be so damaging. I really think so, especially because their platform is so big now and they're so, so popular that like they know that it's, they, they kind of have something to protect. And I recently saw like an article, like someone really wrote a think piece about housewives, which I love. And they were basically comparing like new franchises to like the old ones where these girls have so much to lose after like eight to nine to 10 seasons that they're like not willing to risk anything anymore. Whereas you have like Potomac and Dallas and these girls are going through like actual indictments and they're, it's all over the show. It's like, this is all they can talk about because this is their real lives. And that's literally why we watch to watch their real lives. But these women, I would have loved to see Dorit get confronted on a beach. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And she literally was like running away in a swimsuit. She was like <laughs> avoiding the whole thing. It was hilarious. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. What's Camille? Her? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, Camille kind of slipped though. When I didn't catch it the first time, but they when they replayed the whole thing about Rena being like, I didn't want to invite somebody who makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. They replayed the clip and she said, you know, the accent's fake. Does she really have the money she has? I'm wondering if she said something and they were like, we're not going down that path or something. Like maybe she was going to try to tee it up because mm. it's odd that she mentioned that. And then it just, it never comes up again. And that's Camille's thing. Like she does that. She's like a confronter. And that's what I love about her. Oh, she's so interesting to me. I feel like Camille, we've talked about this before. She has the best job because she's the front of, so she gets to stir the pot without necessarily having the consequences leave. on the show. Yeah. She gets believed. Um, I was kind of interested in the beginning of the episode, knowing that Camille was the only one of the housewives at LVP Vegas opening for her right, uh, right. cocktail garden. 
I thought it was, you know, hearing Kyle kind of talk about all the drama and then Neil acknowledging that she's always been up by her side and that she's a little manipulative. I thought it was a little interesting how honest she was being, knowing that her and LVP are still close. Right, same. I mean, granted, you have to, I guess, think maybe LVP hasn't seen it yet. Very <laughs> so true. <things> really <laughs> um, I'm curious because, like, I know we're recording now, but LVP is on Watch What Happens Live tonight, and I always, yes. like, like, canvas who's on Watch What Happens just to see who's going to talk about what, because I know she's probably going to address what she's seen now that she's seen everybody talking about her and it's just her and andy there's no one else on so he only ever like, does that with nini like whenever there's something yes. wrong i love and this bethany. It's, and bethany yes yeah, it's, it's always like a bit like you know it's like a, a different type of show when he does that like it's not as funny it's a little bit heavier he asks some serious questions so mm-hmm. i'm really curious to see lvp tell her side because the more that this goes on, there's more and more like conspiracy theories out there saying that Dorit or another housewife planted, you know, stole the story and planted the story on radar online to keep the attention away from some of the other things going on. And the person with the most to lose really is Dorit. So I'm yeah. really curious to see if Lisa's going to like possibly prove that theory correct. I, yeah, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, no, I agree. That's super, super interesting. And I I feel like, you know, Abby and I joked last week a little bit whether or not Kim Richards or Brandy will have anything to do with the article. I mean, that would make the show a hell of a lot more interesting. But I'm wondering if she'll leak that, like you said, Abby, tonight um, to kind of just blow this thing over. They did not announce that she was – it was just a one-on-one until – like, it was a commercial break tonight. And, like, when I heard that, my jaw dropped. Yes, I it, saw it, like, on the previews of last night. It was, like, Jackson and Brittany were on, and then it was, like, um, this is the upcoming week, and it was just Lisa. And I was, like, whoa, okay, that's important. Yeah, so, I mean, I have it set to record because I will definitely be asleep <laughs> by the time it comes on. <laughs> but I can't wait to watch it tomorrow because I just – I mean, I might even wake up early and watch it because I think this is going to be maybe more interesting than what we've seen the first half half of this season. I listened to the podcast, like the Watch What Happens Live podcast on the way to like schoolers or while commuting somewhere. And that literally like it gets me through because they also play the after show. So they continue to ask questions after the show is over. There's like at least three or four more. So I like to hear all the tea. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I should do that on my commute. Um, I know. I was just making a note of that. Like when I'm in like flying and stuff, I'm going to start doing that. Um, But so, I mean, we've kind of broken down what happened this episode and sort of where we're at with this season, but let's, I kind of like to go through when we do these deep dives, kind of character by character, and it can be past seasons, this current season we're in, kind of what your thoughts are. Uh, So, I mean, should we start with LVP since she's kind of like the, the most, like the biggest question mark, will she return? She's saying she will. But will she be at the reunion? We don't know. What are your guys' feelings on LVP? Yeah. um, LVP, she's kind of one of those that, like, I know she is fully capable of everything she's being accused of. But she's also never, I mean, even though she denies it, but we've had time to accept it literally since season one. And she's been the exact same. So it's like, it almost feels like, everyone attacking her for being what she always is, is kind of annoying because it's like, where is this coming from? Yes, I'm sure she did manipulate you. 
okay and next and she's just like 100 percent who she is but that's just kind of like how she is she's one of the funniest components of the show she's one of the most intriguing because she is so snarky with her quote-unquote british humor and just saying things and digging at people that it's going to be really interesting if they if she doesn't come back or even like in a reduced role i think it the show will really suffer more than it already is yeah i personally i have i totally see your point um Bonnie. I kind of think LVP doesn't need the show as much anymore. Um, I find her a little bit more amusing on Vanderpump Rules oh, because she can her. kind of push people around more. I I am probably in the minority here, but I would be fine if the season went on without her. I do think you're right. I think she's always been who she is. She's always manipulated people. However, I do, I feel like Brandy Glanville of any former housewife, current housewife probably feels the most vindicated because she was calling it out um, up front and eventually got her removed from the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, Brandy's not perfect by any means, but what she was, there's some, it seems to be that there might be some truth to what she was saying. So I don't know. I I have a love hate with LVP. I loved her in the earlier seasons. Um, as yes. the seasons passed on, uh, she's not my number one person, but she is entertaining, and I, I she does bring a lot to the table. Abby, what do you think? So I think I'm in like the middle between the both of you. So I agree. I don't think she needs this show only because. She's one of the few women um, who is successful on her own. So not like via her husband or, you know, um, via the show, but she has successful restaurants. I mean, I guess she does those with Ken, but, you know, she is fully involved. I love her on Vanderpump Rules. I think because Vanderpump typically feels a little bit more scripted. It's not quite like the Hills, but like, you know, that they reshoot certain scenes and you can kind of tell. I think she plays better in that type of situation I think because she like you said she's bossing people around but she's also not at the forefront so yeah it's her place and she's saying yay or nay on certain things and she's getting involved with James but it's like it only like when the shit really hits a fan does Lisa come in Uh, so I feel like it's a better role for her a better like portrayal for her I also think that um she has definitely been manipulated from the beginning and I think part of the problem is she's always had Kyle or she's always had someone like standing right beside her I mean she had Brandy in her corner for a very long time Mm -hmm. too and I think people get sick of her and like that's why Brandy left and I think Kyle's been very smart not to go head to head with LVP until she had some of the other women also upset to back her up so she doesn't just lose her role on the show um so I just think like some of LVP's moves to remain popular and important have finally backfired. So it's a little deserved, but I think, yeah, I think she could go on and be just fine on Vanderpump Rules. And honestly, I'm sure she's going to get some sort of dog spinoff that everyone's oh talking God. about. Hopefully not on Bravo. I just don't <laughs> see that being a Bravo show, but I, I think she's going to get something else and she'll be just or, fine without the housewives. Yeah. Vegas oh yeah. I definitely see Vegas because I've heard rumors that Sheen is supposed to head that like because she's not filming so much in California and she moved away and she was in Vegas for so long during last season that her her, the Vanderpump like garden or whatever the cocktail garden 
it's like Sheena was like there. She was there training the staff like a couple months ago. So if she, knows, you know, she can't train anyone, she's Sheena. So <laughs> yeah. she's literally just there to kind of drum up like you have to be on TV if you want to do this job and here's how you do it well, which I think would make sense. But I just I would prefer that over a Vanderpump Dogs any day. Yes, I think so. Let's see like Pump Vegas before we see Pump Dogs. Please. Yeah, agreed. So where, um, yeah, who'd we go next? Uh, v, your pick. I was going to say Dorit. So oh. I was just going to say, let's talk about the uh, flip side of the dog drama, who basically started all as Dorit. So what's your take on Dorit, Abby? So I, I like Dorit um, because, I, well, I like her on the show. I don't like her as a character. I think she's always been annoying and fake from the accent to the boobs to the hair. Just everything about her, I think, is just completely fake. But I think she's good for the show because she's a little obnoxious. She's a little extra. Um, and she thinks that she is like the youngest, hottest one on there. So she's always trying these ridiculous outfits. And I mean, she's just good entertainment. Um, and now, as we're seeing, she might be good for, I mean, unfortunately, I hate saying this because sometimes it's like the negative things is what like makes the best TV. Um, if this whole like, owing money thing doesn't end up on real housewives i just feel like her and pk are kind of in a bad situation she talked about how he doesn't take care of himself and it's really hard for her if this is the beginning of the end for them i think honestly she could maybe become a pretty strong character she starts going through a divorce and then can you imagine to dating she's gonna be better than ramona (laughs) that would be amazing Monty, what what do you think yeah, so Doree, I, I kind of have a, a, a different opinion. I cannot stand her. I don't think she does anything for the show like she's supposed to. She's one of the least likable people I have ever seen in my life, mainly because she doesn't own anything. Like, it's so funny because the whole thing is like, own it, own it by Rena, But like, Doree is like the fakest person, like, in so many ways and the only time I had a tweet actually go viral like on Bravo Twitter and last season she was driving in that like really expensive car with Erica I think or Kyle oh yeah I remember that yeah right and her they were going so fast her accent she let go of her accent for like one second and I literally tweeted I was like for 3.5 seconds she was the most likable that she's ever been and people <laughs> that's were like, awesome. that's it. It's, it really does a lot of damage that she fakes this accent. And like the best line of anything ever was Mauricio going, aren't you from Connecticut? Like that's your, it doesn't make any sense. Like she's like having a Madonna thing. She's picking up an accent. She, I think she's fun to look at, but that's about it. And then you have the idea of like, I, I heard a theory recently, like, about, like, why are every, is everyone suggesting that Dorit is the, or that Lisa was the only one that could plant this story because of the language when her, Dorit's husband is also from England. They're best friends from over, like, ab- across the pond. Like, 100%, she could have planted it to make it look like she was the victim instead of everyone turning on her. And I still think it had the adverse effect that it wasn't supposed to have. Like, the bottom line is, no matter if Teddy did it, John, whatever, one of the Johns, Lisa, you should have just given the dog back. Like, just be honest over the fact that if, because you have at this dinner, it's the the two couples and like PK is saying, well, you weren't going to charge her the 5,000 
return fee because she's your friend so if she's your friend you should have just given your friend back the dog if you knew she wasn't going to charge you especially right, we've called her right to say like <laughs> i found another home what do you want me to do what do you, want me you to know do with like, this dog i don't like the dog it's not that yeah long. i don't think anyone like i don't fault dorit for wanting to remove a dog that might be too aggressive um people might disagree with that and I know a lot of people are like there's trainers and they're all this, but that, I mean, that takes a lot of time as someone who is a mom. I don't know. Like if my dog bit my kids repeatedly, I really don't have the time to train the dog. I'd probably just try to find it a good home. I wouldn't take it to a shelter. Um, so yeah, I agree. I think she, I think she owed LVP a call and you never once heard her say sorry at that dinner. That right. was the one thing that I still don't understand. Whether you knew what was going to happen to the dog or not, you you should feel bad that it happened. And some things I've seen people say, like after tonight's episode, is that like Dorit looks a little suspicious as her involvement in her own story because she kept insinuating and like making it so clear why is no one feeling bad for me? Like why is Lisa not apologizing to me? At the end, she says like why is she hurt? I'm the one that should be upset, and everyone's like no. No, honey, that's not actually how this works. Like, yeah, sure, you got in the crossfire, but no one can report something you didn't do. Like, just make it clear. We know you could not have afforded the $5,000 fine. That's fine. But that was your friend. She would have probably waived it. But you're not the victim in this. The dog is the victim, but you're not the victim. Yeah, no, I'm probably somewhere in the middle between you guys. I will I will admit, and my team for tonight is going to be, I'm in the minority. Um, <laughs> but I would Dorit, I will say, she became a little bit more likable with me, to me because of her interactions with Erica and Lisa and just kind of playing up the fact that she can be a little extra. But the whole dog drama, she did, she did claim that she had a friend and didn't, had a friend or something am I right Didn't he yeah PK had, had a friend that he or PK someone he worked with so I mean I can't say I can't fault her there she wasn't trying to involve Lisa I feel like there's something I feel like there needs to be like a little law and order episode on the details of all that because that's where I think it things get so muddy and weird because on one hand I agree like if you have issues with the dog and if the dog bit my child, I would have the same concerns Dorit has. And I get that from a mom. But I feel like the how it all went down, there's one side saying, well, she never contacted me and didn't do any of this and didn't pay this $5,000 fine. And then there's another side that's like, well, I did contact someone and someone was supposed to take the dog, but ended up taking it here. So it's a little weird. And I feel like the dog, based on this happy little life that I have with an Instagram model, I feel like the dog is just a puppy and, like, doesn't know how to, like, puppies bite. They bite well, everything. And PK's nose did not look that bad. Like, honestly, it looked like, I mean, my toddler has scratched my nose and made it look worse <laughs> than that. So, I mean, I agree. I wonder, is it a puppy? Also, why, like, we briefly, like, they briefly touched. She had a second dog. What happened to the other dog that she gave back? Did she give it back to Vanderpump Dogs? She did yeah. the first time. And that's why I guess she thought that people were going to be mad. At least was going to be mad at her because she had another one that didn't work out, bit the kids, and she gave it back. It's just weird. And then the whole thing, like, with Lisa going to TMZ, but saying, like, Dorit had nothing wrong. I just feel like the way – I think both sides didn't handle it right. And now it's just, like, who's – look shittier you know what I mean yeah. like, I feel like 
Lisa did something she shouldn't have done, and Dorit did something that she shouldn't have done. I did find it interesting in tonight's episode, uh, I think it was tonight's episode, yeah, it came up that after Kyle had confronted Lisa, maybe this is a good segue into sharing our thoughts about Kyle this season, um, how Lisa kind of abruptly stopped speaking to a lot of the women in the past. So, Abby, what's your take on Kyle this season and then Lisa's relationship with us? I was really surprised um, that because she and Kyle were in a fight that she did stop talking to everybody. Like, I mean, even, even though Rena was kind of saying things to fuel the fire, it seemed like her and LVP were fine. Uh, I love Kyle. So I will say I've always loved Kyle. Um, I think she's done a really good job of showing the good, the bad, the ugly. She didn't sugarcoat things when her sisters were mad at her. She didn't sugarcoat. Well, she tried to protect her sister Kim for a while. And then once it was out, it was out. Um, and she, I mean, that reunion where she was, you know, it basically crying and yelling at Kim, like, uninvite me. I don't care. You're not going to invite me to your daughter's wedding. Like, I know what you're threatening. Um, like she really puts a lot out there. And I think that's what, for me, that's what makes her very likable. Um, I also think her husband is very attractive. So maybe I'm a little, <laughs> a little biased there. Um, I, I do think, and I said this on the previous episode, I think Kyle approaching Lisa about possibly thinking that she might've leaked the story. I think she was coming from a good place. Like, I want you to know what people are saying. And I want you to know from an outsider, here's how it looks. I think where she kind of messed up was when she kept saying, I, yes, I think that, or I'm not going to say you didn't do it. If I think you did, I think she should just say, should have kept saying, this is how it looks. This is how it looks. Um, but I will say, I mean, she's had LVP's back, or it seems like she has for many, many seasons. So I'm curious in the reunion to find out why was this the one thing that she couldn't lie about? Because there was that scene when they were, was were they in like Dubai when the women get up and she turns to Lisa and was like, I just lied for you. And Lisa's like, no, you didn't. And she explains to her like why she yeah. was lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, like Kyle's lied for Lisa before. So why, why now can't she continue to do it? But um Overall, I really like Kyle, and I think with LVP gone, she might kind of become, like, the main person, like, the one with the center mm-hmm. diamond, um, so to speak. But, Moni, what do you think? No, absolutely. Like, Kyle, in my opinion, she can do no wrong. Like, she can actually do something wrong, and I still won't care. Because Kyle has really been, like, one of the best, some of the best Beverly Hills moments from season one have been because of Kyle. I also would like to caveat that I think Kim should come back. I know yeah. I want her to be healthy, but them two together, Kim in general, just pre-sick, like pre-addiction, but like right at the beginning where they their fights, everything, I think you should bring back Kim and I think you should bring back Dana Wilkie and her $25,000 sunglasses. Oh I my God, that was amazing. The whole, I, love, I still love that Oh my scene. gosh, I've seen it so many times. Her game night with the being so drunk and like that's what we're about healthy life we'll just go on like a healthy girls vacay because that's what we are we're friends and Kyle's like who are you talking about like some of the best moments are from Kyle and Kyle and Kim and I think she definitely saw this as an opportunity to kind of be center stage and she's always kind of been right there like with Lisa in the spotlight of being the center so I'm I feel like 
it's okay that she's taking this moment and I think she'll definitely be the middle she is the original Beverly Hills girl she'll be the last OG standing all her taglines are about how she's like all Beverly Hills all the time I love her her family is like the cutest thing they all love each other and I think that's so cute and fun to see like she has such a normal life outside of like her fedoras and like cocktails with all her (laughs) friends and I think that I, I would love to see more of her with the other ladies because I think she's like a really strong player in the game like she's not afraid to say something but she's really calculated and when she does it like she doesn't just do it flying off the handle I don't necessarily think it was a good idea that she went and I understood why all these women were so upset that or why Lisa cut off all these women because if someone came to my house and basically after I offered them a glass of rosé told me that everyone's been talking about how I'm this manipulative bitch I would be pissed I would probably not talk to anyone like I would cuss them out and then throw them out also so it makes sense as to why she hasn't talked to any of them because she just was told by her quote-unquote best friend that everyone thinks she's a manipulator and that her best friend kind of thinks it's definitely possible and that would kind of hurt and I feel like Lisa was so hurt this whole year like she's just been hurt and that's kind of been like a running theme so she's just kind of like taking her step back but I feel bad for Lisa but I'm totally okay with Kyle taking the center stage we know you love Kyle so tell us why I mean I don't really even need to tell you guys why I love Kyle because you summed it up for me but yes I've always loved Kyle she's great she doesn't do a lot of wrong for me and I especially love her friendship with Justin Sylvester that doesn't matter but I love that too me too oh my god so good so I think Here's the thing that I wish Beverly Hills did more of that other seasons do. I wish she showed more receipts, more proof. I feel like Kyle, by saying and looking at Lisa, like, that you could have done this, like, I could believe you doing this, makes kind of leads me to believe that she has done it and knows that she has done it. I just wish they would be more forthright with the information that they truly have. I don't know if they signed, like, super intense NDAs on Beverly Hills or what, but I just kind of wish she would kind of come out with all of it. I actually feel like this is kind of where I get on LVP side a little bit because I feel like she was so genuinely thrown off by how quickly this all turned against her. She has literally walked out of almost every scene she's filmed with all the ladies because I, I feel like I like was listening to um, Bitch Sesh recently and they were literally talking about how they all know how to plant stories. This is not abnormal behavior i mean granted i think lisa probably does it she's taught the class on how to do it she taught brandy with the magazines and if you ever want to do it you'd basically just call them before it gets out but they know they have access so i think she was genuinely a little bit like shocked like are we really about to like throw this out there that i'm i'm a, I'm a leaker like yeah i know i leak but we don't talk about it like i yeah. think a lot of them probably leak oh for sure do you think rena leaks stories oh yes <laughs> I love her now, and that's why I love her because I think her job is pot stirrer and she used to get so much slack for it and then she stopped for like one season and we had nothing so I'm cool I'm with d- it. yeah I'm so glad old Rena's back yeah um, bring it on and I think she like in her words she really owns it now and like kind of loves that she's known as the shit stirrer and I don't think it bothers her like it used to oh no um and I feel like almost ever since the baby shower 
she's like taken on this whole new persona. Like she randomly posts like dancing videos and like, um, I know she always posts videos of herself dancing, but she likes to post like old school videos, like meet me in St. Louis, like choreograph scenes. Um, <laughs> but no, I, um, I love Rena, but I think I could see her planting stories. I don't think she planted this one though. I really, um, I, I don't, I think because she was the first one to say to all the other women, like, hello, this is like LVP's like, you know, way of doing things. She's going to have Teddy tell it. So she, her hands are clean. I think because Rena is so smart and already knows how Lisa operates. Um, she knew she wouldn't have to leak the story because LVP or somebody else would have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Rena might actually be my favorite in Beverly Hills. Um, just cause she is so hilarious and so crazy. And I love, um, I love her relationship with her husband and her relationship with her mom. Um, but the, what are, you like Rena, but I don't think you love her. No, you know what? I do. I love her. I think she's really fun. I think she kind of is a little, um, sticky. And what am I, the word I'm looking for? She's kind of has like a little, a thing, you know, like her thing is owning it and Xanax smoothies yep. and all these things. I enjoy it, but sometimes it's like a little too much for me where I'm like, is there anything else outside of that? However, I love it. I love a drunk, drunk Rena. I love, she's funny. She, Rena to me would be perfect with the women of New York. Like, yes, her, her and like, Sonia. Oh my oh God. My God. I it would be goosebumps. hilarious. Like, I feel like <laughs> she would, like, I could see her shining in that type of cast where all the women are kind of like that. Um, but no, I really, really like her. I just feel like outside of, I don't know what else she brings to the table. Um, if yeah. you have the pot stirring, then she'd be boring. But then again, that's everyone else. So I, I do you, love Rena. Yeah. Well, she was, she didn't do it first season and she was yeah. really boring. I mean, Monty, you, I feel like you are like the historian of Bravo. Yes. So <laughs> I don't remember what exactly season it was, but it was a couple of years ago. What, I mean, what are your thoughts on Rena? Do you like pots during Rena? Yeah, like, I, I do consider myself a Bravo historian. I have seen every <laughs> single Bravo's franchise, even some international ones, if I can get my hands on it legally. Um, I think Rena is by far one of the most, the, the messiest ones, but she's so upfront about it, where so many other franchises, they kind of hide it. Rena literally, Teddy... And Kyle are having their breakfast in that hotel room. Rena comes, sits down, eats a piece of bacon, and it's like, so you were set up. That's what happened. And yeah. basically, this is exactly what we always said, Kyle. Remember that time she did that to you? Yeah, she just did it to Teddy. So, Teddy, you need to confront her. And I was like, wow, we just went straight there. And they looked at each other like, oh, my God, we were set up. It was, like, iconic because Rena is, like, just sits down to the point she sits down at that lunch let's just get it all on the table and Camille's like well I have something to say and she's like uh-huh great and then Lisa you really we're talking to you like what do you <laughs> have to say about this and I'm like no, that was hilarious that that might have been one of the highlights of the season so far for me was that beach lunch probably the one of the few so far except for the brief moment tonight when they pulled up to Lisa's party and I saw Tom Schwartz I don't know why but my heart sang I was like I love a good crossover of any show oh, I love when too. someone just <laughs> shows too. up and Schwartzy is like the most adorable he is character literally out there. Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the puppy that we're all rooting for he is, oh you're so right you're yes. so right no, but adorable. I love Rana Rena's great. I think you both are bringing great points. I have always have love for Rena. She just can be a little, like, a little much for me. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
What do you well, think of Erica? I was going to say, speaking of much, oh. Moni, what are your thoughts on Erica? Erica's my favorite. She's been my favorite since the moment really? she wow. walked I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. Door. She's the only one of the entire BH cast that I follow because I unfollowed all of them to make a point. So I was like, Ooh, I, I like that. What a burn. But Erica, for some reason, I just love her because she, this season, I am a little disappointed. I feel like she really toned it down and she's very much so Tom Girardi's wife. And I think a lot of that has to do with the lawsuits and everything. And that's kind of the game you play when you're in court and in trial and stuff. They pull things out of everywhere and they can make it relevant in court. So I think she's toning it down a little, but like to the point of disappointment where she's like, you know what? I'll have a beer. And makes like this big moment of it. Like I'm so normal. <laughs> I'm so red. And I'm like, girl, it's okay. You could get your champagne. Like, but since day one, flashing PK and Dorit giving her panties and she's like what are you talking about like I don't care about any of this and yelling at Rena in Tokyo or China whatever Asian country they went to and like about her brother like or her son and she's like don't do me like that like are those Eileen oh Eileen oh my god throwback Eileen I miss her I miss Eileen I loved Eileen <laughs> I loved Eileen too actually <laughs> She was great. But Erica, I just feel like she has like that dark side when you get to crossing her. Like when she pushed that yogurt at the beach lunch and was like, what I'm not going to do with you today, LVP, is argue about what I should have done when I shouldn't, I couldn't have done nothing. So how about we just, you take it. I'm not apologizing. Take this note. And that's fine. <laughs> like, I love that she supports Lisa Renna. Like, she supports other women. I think Ramona will be proud of how much Erica supports other women. <laughs> she wore Lisa's suit. And she wore the, I know. <laughs> and was sweating like crazy. Polyblend. She's like, yeah, like, yeah, this polyblend does breathe. not breathe. Yeah. <laughs> it does not at all. And she has fabulous clothes. I do think she's toned it down a little. But I love seeing Erica. I love everything Erica does I think her and Tom are hilariously they work like they are weirdly adorable they work really well together I love her glam squad I love her comebacks and her confessionals what did you say what did you do I just think she's so yeah. fun <laughs> and I love that she was right about Teddy like she said like I feel a little vindicated in the fact that I said Teddy might know what she's doing more than we're giving her credit for. And Daddy admitted, okay, yes, I had a part in this. And Erica's like, mm, mm-hmm, I said that. And I just, I love her. I think Erica is great. She's a good addition to this because she doesn't fit the Beverly Hills mold. I don't know where she would fit, but I just love her by herself. I mean, I think if Miami was still around, she would be the perfect Miami Oh, she would person. be great uh, in Miami. Um, but I agree, like, she doesn't fit in, but that's why I like her with, in Beverly Hills. I also love, she says what we're all thinking, but she says it out loud in the moment. Like there have been so many times in my life, whether it's like high school, college, like post-college where someone will say something and I like an hour later would think, oh, that would have been a great comeback mm-hmm. or that would have been a great little jab. And she thinks it and says it right away. And in times I've done that. And then I immediately have anxiety for like days. Like <laughs> everyone hates me. Why did I say that? And she just doesn't really give a fuck. And I love that about her. So I, I think she, the confidence she has, I want 50% of it. And I would be thrilled. What do you think V? I love Erica Jane as well. I think she's amazing. I do think she is really boring this season. And she's kind of like meh for me. I, I enjoy the confessionals and her comebacks and everything, but I wish there was a little bit more, maybe because the drama isn't directly intertwined with her, like there has been in previous seasons. But um, she's 
kind of boring. I honestly, I'd be more entertained by like seeing her rehearsals for her tour, yes. like her interactions with Mikey and or all her that stuff. doing her makeup line because I started. Yeah. It. It's good, and not to mention, Too Faced is an amazing brand. Oh, most definitely. They're huge. So I yeah, most definitely. I I don't know. I I kind of she's kind of there this season to me she's kind of like Rena a couple seasons ago like something's happening like for some reason she's scaling it back I, or she's I asking really him not to film I really do I think yeah. she has to like represent her husband now and be Erica Girardi she was way more Erica Jane in her confessionals though so I'm wondering if like maybe she's like I'm gonna let at least let like my personality shine somewhere yes but that leads us to Teddy mm-hmm. um I don't want to go first on Teddy because I don't really even know how I feel about her. Uh, Monty. Okay. Yeah. V, you go first. (laughs) I was going to say Teddy. Okay. Here's my thing on Teddy and I'm going to keep it short because there's not a lot to say. I feel like when she was playing up the cool girl, like, you know, I can hang with the guys, hang with the girls. I'm roll with the flow. I don't try. I feel like, Teddy wants to do what Denise Richards is doing. I was just about to say. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's kind of what Teddy is to me. Like, Denise Richards, amazing. Gives off this, like, cool, effortless vibe. Doesn't really care too much about the hoopla of the makeup and the glam squad and all that stuff. I feel like Teddy emulated that to an extent, but then backpedaled when she's like in the midst of the drama I do feel I'm sure she's a very nice human being and whatnot I almost wish she would just kind of play up the interesting notion of her life and her dad and well, or Meg know. Ryan I mean Meg, Meg Ryan's Ryan. like basically her stepmom and I mean I don't know the accountability coach thing is a little yeah funny, but like whatever. body balancer yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways that's, I mean there's not a lot for me to like say about Teddy other than that I think she's yeah fine all right, Monty, what do you think? Yeah, kind of the same. Not a lot. I mean, yeah. She's everything that I think Denise is, she wanted to be and tried to be. And it's it just doesn't connect. And it's like last reunion, she was so adamant in a, almost a self-righteous tone with Erica. Like, I do not lie. I do not do this. And she's already had to backpedal twice this season. <laughs> and being she like... She clearly lies. You're yeah, right. Like, you I lie, had, Teddy. I had some... <laughs> I had some in- involvement in this and she was saying it in such a like I'm owning it and it's like girl we've been like four episodes in and you didn't own it and you literally were like I was about to go along with this until I realized that was set up like that was the only reason that she did not and it's like it's okay to admit that they're all playing this game but she's like I'm above this but I secretly will also want to be in this and she's like on the outside looking in trying to be like in the click and do what the click does and that's it never reads well in my opinion because she's still trying to be like this self-righteous accountability coach like you need to own it and it's like it doesn't it doesn't connect it's not cool girl I think that her husband is cool but he looks like he's had a little bit of work done and it's like stressful (laughs) to watch like their new house down the street like the bigger one because they wanted to be it's okay to admit that you want a little bit of the Beverly Hills lifestyle. You are in Beverly Hills. Like no one's going to be mad at you. Yeah. I just, yeah, she doesn't, it's like she contradicts herself. She hasn't figured out who she is and who she wants to be. And whenever she's trying to like play it cool, you can tell like she has either practiced something or like (laughs) thought it out way too much. Cause when she did like the real friends show up her face afterwards and they like the camera holds on her for like five seconds 
Because she just looked like she was trying to either run that in a a line. Yeah. Who says that after biking? So weird. But I agree. She is, she's really not even worth talking about. But you know who is? Denise. Because I freaking love Denise. Like, I wish we would have had her seasons ago. She is so cool. And I love that she got drinks with LVP. And as she should, she does not have any beef with her. LVP has been so sweet and so nice to her. Invited her daughter over, knowing that her daughter you know, is adopted and, you know, has special needs and connects with horses. Like I hope that Denise and LVP can have a relationship and a bond because I think it'd be good for the show. Um, and I think it just shows that like Denise really is a person who is going to be nice to everyone until she has a reason not to. Absolutely. I think Denise is one of the best additions this cast has had in a really long time. Probably one of the best additions that almost all the franchises have had of the newer ones. Because the newer ones tend to get new people all the time. Whereas the new ones, like the new franchises, period, like they don't get new people at all. Like they, they can't afford it. So I think Denise is one of the realest that they've ever had. And it's just literally because she does not care. She spent so much time out of the spotlight trying to get herself back together from being in the spotlight she's one of the only ones like whose name I don't mind like being bigger than her character because I'm really sick of Beverly Hills getting whoever whatever daughter of whatever big name they can get to be on this show or whatever name stands alone because at first it was Rena, and I guess that worked out and then it was Eden Sassoon and you had like Adrian Maloof and they're just always trying to like attach a name to a show and I just feel like Denise Richards is a name that does stand on its own, but she stands on her own way more than I expected her to. Um, Most definitely. I feel like Denise Richards to me is the most Hollywood of the group, but does not act like it, which I did not expect at all. Yeah. The least Hollywood. She's not really a diva. Um, I was looking up her Wikipedia page. She seems to be from the Midwest and I'm like, Oh, that explains. Yeah. Yeah, but no, she just is so great and she's fun. I love that when they were doing the yoga, aerial yoga, like she had like a messy bun. Like she just seems very, very real. When and she even with t shirts and jeans to drinks, and she was like, yes. Why is everyone wearing a ball gown? I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. But she seems awesome and I love her relationship with Aaron. And I'm curious to see how she'll evolve in the coming seasons and if whether or not we'll ever see Charlie Sheen that relationship is interesting too I feel like she gives us viewers snippets of that she doesn't like hide from it which I like she owns that part yeah I I love her um I think it's that's like the one we all agreed on we all love Denise yeah she's Um, great good job producers I know best I think yeah I agree best addition um okay so kind of like transitioning we've talked a lot about this season are like going through the characters um past seasons but predictions for the second half so Monty our historian when do you think LVP is going to actually leave the show and what will be the driving factor I I I want to say we're we're we almost might be there I think that because they were so like why did she cut all of us off why didn't she talk to us and I feel that was one of those moments that they had to plant because again I was scrolling through Twitter and and a lot of people were like 
what do you mean why didn't she cut why she cut all of you off literally kyle walked in her house and said everyone thinks you're lying she would not have anything to talk to any of you about or invite you to their party but i think they had to say something to make it like a point that they noticed that she's absent and now she's like not talking to them and then they're going to just be like okay you know what we'll just go on with our lives and i think we get a little glimpse of that because in the previews for next week they kind of do like they go on to like other things like Kim being there and then like uh Lisa's is it Lisa's mom I think that comes um, yeah yeah, yeah. And it, they, Lois yeah. yeah and they move on and I, I'm okay with that I honestly feel like they are going to finally go back to their corners and all go back to like the the dramas that they once had they no longer have to be on the same side to fire against lisa because lisa's gone so now it can be back to you know like kyle calling out camille whenever she says something behind everybody's back and then has to like own up to it and camille not really liking dorit and saying that the hairs of her back stands up and then teddy against erica and then dorit against teddy i think they'll go back to normal but i also feel like they the producers might in the wake of Lisa's absence try to overcompensate, which I hope they don't do too much of because I like the fact that Brandy makes an appearance and Kim makes an appearance, but seeing the previews of them being so over the top about Kim being outside, like it would make sense your sister would come and see you, even if y'all haven't talked like this that day. But I think they're going to make a big deal out of these things to drum up drama, but I don't think they have to. I think that if they just go back to normal and act like Lisa was never there, I think they could actually save this season from like the pits of hell. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how I follow I up with that. Um, I'm just going to say ditto. <laughs> yeah, no, no, ditto. I agree. I mean, I think I do feel like Lisa's, weaning out i'm pretty sure beverly hills and vanderpump rules was filming at the same time which to me makes sense why she's at tom tom and like pimping out her restaurants and when she's pouring out the rosé it's vanderpump rosé like i feel like moving forward she's looking at this like like a business job and pimping out her stuff um so i wouldn't be surprised if we continue i mean we've always seen her at those places but i feel like the producers are going to have to be using more of her like, oh, I have a new restaurant, Tom Tom, that kind of stuff that they're already doing on Vanderpump Rules. Literally what they did um, for Sheena when Sheena went to Vegas. Yeah. Abby. I know. I'm trying to think. So, I mean, I agree with everything you guys have said. So I'm trying to give like some new twist on there. Um, I just, I agree. I'm very... I agree with Monty too, like, especially about the whole Brandy and Kim thing. I think they've played it up a lot. I think it would have been a lot more interesting and suspenseful, especially given the way the season's gone. If they hadn't done that, um, I didn't think they need to. I also, I wouldn't mind there being like a period of time where they go on a trip and it's not um, so much drama, but them just getting drunk and having a good time because these girls like to do that. Um, And I would love to see, Drunk Kyle, drunk Renna, drunk Teddy. Drunk Camille, um, dancing drunk it and Camille. moving it and shaking it like we yeah. just said years ago. I mean, and they're going to Europe. Like, that's like the trip. We know that. Okay. So let's, like, I would love to see these women drunk and not so much arguing. Uh, that was the one thing I think we missed from, um, they didn't go to, where did they go? They didn't go to Mexico. Bahamas? Is that where they went? Yeah, Bahamar. Oh, yes. Thank you. On the <laughs> private jet that was owned by um, Bahamar. Yes. Um, 
there was a little too much like fighting and like we saw like a little snippet of them drunk and having fun like give us more of that because that's what I think we love about these women is like especially Kyle and Rena they do not sugarcoat their uh, love to party so I hope they give us that and not some fake played up drama I agree well I feel like we've covered it all tonight don't you think ladies I definitely think so yeah this was so fun too Bonnie we love having you on here thanks if I could give a plug so that maybe I could come back and talk one day with you guys if you do not already watch deep dive while you can and it's still early into either Dallas or Potomac I think Dallas is everything that OC used to be and still wants to be but can't they're conservative but like they are wildly entertaining and then Potomac is literally right by where I'm from I'm from the DC area and it's basically the real housewives of DC that they couldn't do anymore for legal reasons of like (laughs) cracking the White House but right outside of there is this fantastic community of homes that are so exquisite they cost more than malls so that's where these ladies are and it's everything Atlanta used to be like and instead with all without all the over-the-top drama and all these new girls and everything and it is very very fun one of the ladies how uh, husbands has already actually been indicted for sexual yeah. assault and i saw that she's pregnant by him and she's yeah. <laughs> three years older than me and he is five years older than my mom so wow like i you run into these ladies like they're out and they're about and they are so really awesome <laughs> Growing up there, I kind of want to ask you, I know this is going off a little bit. Do you think it accurate, like accurately shows Potomac? Because I think sometimes they miss on really showing the city. So yes and no, because technically like, so the DMV, so the DC, Maryland, Virginia area is kind of like a all encompassing area of like just being on the beltway. So like the big highway that you're never really in one place. So and there's really nothing in Potomac literally but mansions and like big pretty fancy schools there's really nothing else to do so they kind of have to like constantly film in the surrounding areas and that's super super normal for this area most of the places they go to I've worked at they actually filmed at one of the restaurants that I used to work at while I was working there no way were you like in the background they they hadn't even started the show yet like it hadn't it was it was a concept it's actually how I found out about the show existing because my manager was like you know they're filming a housewives here and I had a friend whose mom was considered for the show like it was a it was a it was a big deal for our area because we were like lightning does not strike twice and the first time it did not go so well so they kind of went with the other direction of this city is one of the richest cities in America and let's show a really cool portrayal of rich ladies but also let's do like Atlanta and let's show like affluent African-American women like yeah having a great time but they're they're just that snotty that's for sure like they do a very good job of that that's it we're gonna watch Potomac and you're coming back like I feel like you know all of this no seriously and I've always like tried to get people to watch it because most people here don't want to watch it just like Miami and other places because they're like oh my god it's like we don't want to see like our city go down like this like our area go down like this that's how you know it's good wow I love it yeah well Mani thank you I mean seriously thank you so much for not just joining us today but for being like our best fan you have been there from the beginning you sent us messages of like 
articles that we haven't seen yet. You keep us in the know and we love you for it. So thank you so, so much for coming on. And for everyone listening that knows Monty, make sure you tell her how amazing she was because this was such a fun episode for us. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really had a really great time. And for all of you mamas and stuff out there listening, you guys are amazing. I was recently a camp counselor for four and five year olds. I had like 20 at a time and I don't know how anyone does it <laughs> full time. I had been six hours a day and was exhausted every day. So I think you guys are amazing. I can't wait to come back and listen. I can't wait to come back and talk with you guys and follow me, everyone, on Lattes and Lip Rinse. Yes. Yeah. So you want to spell that for everyone? Sure. Just so know. Yeah. Lattes. So L A T C E S, the letter N. L-I-P-P-R-I-N-T-S on Instagram. That's pretty much where I do everything. And I also have a cooking page that's also on there. So I won't really shout that out. But lattes and lip prints come and see all of the Bravo glory that I love to do. And just a college student trying to get out. (laughs) We love it. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Um, If you're not following Mani on Instagram, go follow her. If you're not following us, Go follow us as well at Real Moms of Bravo. Um, And make sure you subscribe. It's the only way you're going to know when we do these special bonus episodes. Uh, And who knows, for anyone else listening out there, uh, you might be on the show sometime with us soon as well. So thank you so much, everyone. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.